Welcome to Respiratory HQ's Journey to Success podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Peel, and this is the podcast created specifically for RT students to help you navigate through your respiratory therapy program, because not everything you need for success can be found in the textbooks. In today's episode, we're going to talk about a challenge that we all face, and that's comparing ourselves to others. So this is something that nobody can avoid in this day and age. It's, it's just so easy to compare ourselves to others, whether it's through social media, whether it's in the hospital, whether it's in the office environment. In RT school right now, guys, y'all are probably starting to compare your performance with other students. So we spend so much time wondering, are we good enough? Are we smart enough? Are we determined enough? Are we attractive enough? Do we make enough money? Are we enough, enough, enough? And we always choose or often strive to answer that question about how we are and if we're successful we have a tendency to answer that question by looking at others by comparing ourselves to others let me see if something like this sounds familiar like have you ever had statements rolling around in your brain or have you ever actually said these kind of things man she has such a better body than I do. She looks so great in those selfies. He makes more money than I do. He got another promotion and I worked 10 times as many hours. That person got a better grade than I did on my patient assessment exam and I put so much time into studying. I went to every review. I can't believe I didn't do as good as what they did. Have you ever said any of those statements? Because I'm pretty sure I've said all of them at one point in time or another in my life. So I think that's what I want to focus on. First of all, I don't want, I, I want you to recognize that this is something all of us do. You're not alone. Don't beat yourself up. You're not a bad person. As a matter of fact, a little bit of comparison and, and, um, competitiveness can actually be a good thing in RT school. It kind of keeps you on your toes. But so often we compare in a manner that is actually counterproductive to what we're doing. So a lot of times when we compare ourselves to others, we find that it may stem or create a position of jealousy. I'll give you an example. When I was growing up in junior high, guest jeans came out and oh my gosh I wanted a pair of guest jeans so bad and we just quite honestly as a family we didn't make money to be able to buy brand name clothing so um, I never had a pair of guest jeans but man I can I can remember wanting them and actually being very jealous of other girls that were wearing them so you know this came around before social media ever was even a thing so you know we we do that sometimes and it creates jealousy within us or we compare ourselves to others and feel like we find ourselves lacking and then we beat ourselves up about not being good enough. So first of all, let's just identify that society has set us up so that we have just this just natural nature, this innate tendency to compare ourselves to other. I mean, even starting 
probably in childhood, maybe your parents compared you to your siblings. I know in the school system that happens. I can remember being in first and second grade and having all of our names on a poster board. And when we made good grades or did good deeds, we got stars. And I can remember being a person that did as much as I can to get those stars by my name and quite honestly looking down upon others that didn't have as many stars. So even in school, we do it in sports. Um, Do you play varsity or junior varsity? Are you first, second, or third string? So in sports, oftentimes that competitive environment causes comparisons in skills and that just we're just set up to do that so I want to talk about how to well not necessarily not do that because it's just it's innate we're going to do that but I want to talk about how we move forward with this comparison in a more productive manner so that it doesn't bring around jealousy within our lives or it doesn't cause emotional conflict by us thinking that we're not as good as others. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring a second year student in that has gone through this issue and has had this kind of take a step back and analyze it. And we're going to talk about strategies that she has used to deal with this. So stay tuned. We're about to bring her on. Welcome, everybody. Uh, today, we have Jacqueline Betancourt with us today. She is a Weatherford College second year student and is seven months away from graduation. Jackie, thanks for coming on today and talking to us. Not a problem, Tony. I'm to be here. Okay, good. Okay, so when I asked, I asked your class if y'all had any ideas for a podcast, if you wanted to come on to the podcast and talk about a particular topic, and you reached out to me, and you wanted to talk about um, comparing yourself to other and how that could be probably a little hazardous, dangerous, just not a good thing in, in school. And what you did when you put your thoughts on paper, you sent me three quotes and just concepts that you wanted to discuss with other RT students to, to especially to help new incoming students. So let's just start from that, okay? So one of the first quotes you sent me was that if you're not first, you are last. What do you mean by that? I think um, the comparison gets overlooked when we're talking about like starting a new school, or a new program, or, you know, you've been out of class for so long, and you just, you know, like, let me jump back into school, let's try this a go. And you probably are trying to start new studying methods, what's accessible, and then you get to that first exam, and maybe it's not the grade you wanted. You probably studied and you've done, you know, what you think you could have, um, you prepared as much as you thought you could that's exactly and so you probably like okay we get this exam going and then you see your grade probably not the grade you wanted and then other classmates probably got the grade you were hoping for and you kind of start to process and it starts to like revelate in your head man i'm am i behind am i not getting the material is you know maybe this is just isn't cut out for me and i think self-doubt starts to build in from that 
Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So when you think about doing that, because all of the students y'all talk about your grades, you get to be a very close knit group and you, you do, it's just natural to compare that way. But sometimes you start, you worry if you're smart enough or if you've studied enough or if you're capable enough to complete. So what do you think? So thinking about that, coming up with a strategy to minimize that, so if you come into school being able to clearly define what success is to you personally because if you don't define your own personal success by default you're going to use the definition that somebody has created for themselves okay so coming in you have to decide for yourself what is good enough for you does that change though a certain class where your strength is compared to another class, does that level change at times? It does. At the beginning, you probably think a letter grade is success to you, but then over time you start to uh, understand like each subject has different studying methods or you probably don't need to reread over this material because it's a simple concept. You can rationalize it. And so over time, oh, maybe the letter grade isn't as important as you think it is, but maybe understanding and knowing the knowledge. So to me, my personal um, way was, it wasn't a letter grade. At first it was, but now if I'm able to explain the material to you and I'm able to teach somebody, I feel better with that than a letter grade. Yeah, and I can tell you from an instructor standpoint, there's a person can be really, knowledge book strong but then turn around in clinical practice and that that knowledge sometimes doesn't translate to bedside and really what your your main goal is is to be able to competent competently care for the patients in the hospital and so that doesn't necessarily articulate with that that letter grade good point good point okay so the second one the second quote that you gave was um more like a kind of a, a a how a parent would might maybe talk to one of their their children saying i've only had to tell your sibling once and they understand what does that mean so when i think of that i think of comparing um i guess retaining information with others people are great at listening to material one time and they know it, they're like, oh, we can recap what we just learned. And there's some that I'd be like, wait, can we just repeat that one more time? I'm still not comprehending it. And it's been repeated about maybe two more or three more times. And so everyone's like, I don't understand what you're not understanding. And I've been there where the light bulb hasn't come to me. And it's like, well, maybe I'm just not retaining the information. And 90% of the time, the material probably just needed to be explained differently. And I would use this as an opportunity to ask the instructor, I'm so sorry, I'm not grasping the concept. Will you just explain to me maybe more jargon, more real life scenario? I just need something to make it click. Yeah, absolutely. And I can say from an instructor standpoint, sometimes it's hard for us to not lose sight of that because if you've been doing it several years you've taught oxygen therapy so many times and you've said the same thing for the last you know 25 years because a lot of oxygen therapy doesn't change and sometimes from an instructor standpoint i feel like i've said something a thousand times and i probably have 
but it's your first time to hear it. And so as instructors, we definitely have to keep that in mind. And I think you um, stating that not to be scared to reach out and ask your instructor to say it in a different manner. I think that's absolutely key because a lot of times we don't know that it's not going in. It's not, it's not being received the way we're understanding it until you can tell us. So yeah, that is some, that is great advice. I think another thing to think here too is, um, Everybody does learn at a different speed. And when we compare, sometimes we compare our weaknesses to somebody else's strengths without thinking, you know, that there, we are strong in things that maybe that other person isn't. So we're always carrying, comparing our weaknesses to other strengths and that kind of gets in the way of things also. Yeah, for sure. All right. And then the last quote that you gave, I love this one, is that comparison is is the most poisonous the most poisonous element in the human heart because it destroys ingenuity and robs peace and joy. What do you mean by that? I really enjoy this quote. I think it's a very good representation of what something we may not even know we're doing. It may just be subconsciously. To me, if I were to put it and apply it to RT school, if I'm always going to compare myself to other students and maybe they got an A on this exam and I got a B, I'm going to be like, well, I want to, I want to get an A or why, why didn't I get an A? And I'm always going to compare myself to that student or if it's clinical, maybe this student got to experience applying vent settings on a patient, you know, initial settings, or they got to do a brachial ABG. And it's like, oh, I haven't got to do that yet. And you're always going to compare your, your, just your outlook on things. And you're never going to be, well, what have I accomplished myself? You're never going to sit down and just think that to yourself. You're going to be comparing, comparing. And RT's goal is what, 21 months, maybe more for some programs. That's a long time to be, I would say the word jealous. Yeah. And just, you're robbing your own piece of that. Yeah, That's absolutely. I think it's really important what you just said too. If you're constantly comparing yourself to what other people have done and not really focusing on how much you have accomplished, you know, you're, you're always going to come up lacking and that it's important to sit down on occasion and just think about or list out what all you have accomplished from the beginning to where you are, wherever you are in the program. Yeah, that's 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 really good. So one one of the things that we can make sure we do is to sit down and celebrate personal successes. And I know that's something that I'm I'm really bad about. I get I get to one goal and then I immediately set something else or I'm on to the next to the next project with ever stopping and just being happy with it. And I guess probably as students, that's the same way, right? You, you get one test done and we're immediately jumping into another topic and and then there's hardly time to sit with that and be happy with your accomplishments yeah that's by fast yeah yeah and you said something too that i like about you know it, it it can lead to jealousy on on some level and i think maybe the way to deal with that is not only do we celebrate our own successes you as a student celebrating your own success but celebrating the successes of your classmates also, because if you can 
if you can bring that celebration to more people, that's more joyous for everybody. And I think might minimize that, that feeling of jealousy or that feeling of, of lacking or not, not being equal. Yeah. Good, good stuff. Okay. So if you could advise other artists, any advice you could give, what would be the one best piece of advice that you have? I would say don't compare your progress to anyone else's. If you think you're the only one that does this, comparing yourself to others, you're not. You're not the only one. That'd be my main one. I would also say find successful independent studying. That's really important in being successful in the program. Get you a study group that flows and you have um, weekly study sessions with them. But also independent studying is really important. And then just remember your why. And I think you said that your very first podcast is remember your why and do it on a daily, do it every day. Remember your why and run with it. Why am I here? Why am I going to clinical at 4 a.m.? Why? And just run with it. Tell us your why. My why is I am a first generation um, student. So for me to see, for me to come from a family where my father didn't even get an education past the age of nine because he had to work on my mother who couldn't get a higher education and to see what they built and how successful they are. I want to have the success they have. Their success was having a foundation where they are building a family. And then for them to, uh, it goes to them buying my first stethoscope or buying my first book for college. That's to me, that's them investing in my success. And that's my why. Yeah, absolutely. Because others have invested in you and you want to give back and you want to, you want to make sure you don't fall short and, and you want to, you want them to be proud of you. Absolutely. That's my everyday. And yeah. I've got some great friends who I've met in this program that they have similar whys. And I think that's why we bonded and they made great study sessions. It's been a weekly basis, but that's the most important is know your why and run with it. Cause why are you doing this? It's a sacrifice and it's a commitment. That's exactly right. And if you remember your why, it helps you get through, through the, the times that are trying. Absolutely. Jackie, this has been some great information. I really appreciate you coming on. I really appreciate you bringing up this topic because it is something that we all struggle with, not just in school, but, but everywhere. But this is advice that we can use beyond respiratory school and other facets of our lives. So thanks for bringing that up. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. And one last thing I just want to put out there. Some people are just strong hands-on and that's okay. You can see something, observe it, and then be hands-on applied in clinical. And so ask for your, like, ask your instructors, what are the lab hours? When are they open? Practice that, those competencies in the lab. You know, take the time to do it. Take 30 minutes after class, go to the lab and set up a large volume nebulizer. Do a trait care. What is something you want to be better at? And then practice with it. Yeah. So let me, saying that, let me ask you this. You know, when you're t- talking about strengths, strengths in the classroom versus strengths in the clinical setting, are they different? You know, when you compare the two, we're talking about comparisons. Does does that one equal the other? Some people are hands-on and I don't think you should base your academic application. If you're not the best academically, maybe you need to st- um, study longer. That's okay. 
But at the end of the day, when we get our registry, we go for the boards, we're hands on every day with that patient. And to me, sometimes you have to take a step back because, you know, first semester's hard. You're taking vitals, you're kind of nervous to touch the patient. Second year comes around and you're doing your physical assessment, talk to affirmatives, cap refill, and actually understanding what a decreased cap refill is. And then you walk out that room like, oh my goodness, I just did a full patient assessment. I knew what the outcomes were, where the results were. Like I've come a long way and sit down and sit with that. Yeah, you you did it without without really even thinking about it because mm -hmm. you've trained and you've practiced so much. It was so hard that first semester when you learned it. Now as a second year student, it's just something you do with every patient you go in the room without thinking. Yeah, most definitely you've come a long way since that that first semester and only seven months to go. Seven so, months, it's crazy yeah. when you say it out loud. Yeah, I know. Congratulations on almost being done with the journey. So, okay guys, well that is it for today's session. Join us next week when we talk about how to reset and refocus. Until then, try not to let comparison be the thief of your joy, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>